1: Hi, welcome to Live Love Thrive Women's
2: Empowerment Hour, brought to you, of course, by 360karma.com. And as you know, every week we have on women that are just trailblazing and changing the world. And today is no different. Uh, we're going to be talking with uh, Harriet Rosetta, who is uh, the founder and the clinical director at Beta Shuva which is a um, addiction uh, center, uh, recovery center. And then we're going to also be talking with uh, Carolyn Oliveria. We're having her back. She is the first Latin American GM in the country for Honda. And we're having her back to talk about how she's helping empower women. And both of these amazing women are going to be featured at the upcoming Live, Love, Thrive Women's Conference that we're doing with the City of West Hollywood. That's on November 4th. Uh, Harriet's going to be on the Forever Young panel, which is women in their 80s and 90s who are still rocking it. And then we are going to have Carolyn there as one of our award recipients. So we're looking forward to talking to her later. And right now, please give a warm welcome to Harriet Rosetta. Thank Hi, you. Harriet. How are you? I'm great.
0: So happy good. to be here. Thank good. you. Good, good. I'm happy
2: to have you here. It's always good to have uh, women, especially that are, you know, you're almost 80 years young, Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about that exactly. Yeah, but you know? you're still rocking it. Yeah, that's what—that's what
2: I'm excited about because, like, you inspire me and all of our listeners. And the number yeah. has no
0: relevance to how I. It feel. doesn't,
2: right? No. I, I know, like, even at 57, I feel like I still feel like I did at 30, pretty right. much, except maybe in the morning. <laughs> uh, you got to admit, in the morning is a little rougher, but right? No, I don't know. know you're early okay.
0: in the morning. I'm no.
2: Okay, so I'm going to
0: learn from <laughs> I'm you today. An
2: absolute denial. About this number. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, um, we're excited to have you on the uh, upcoming panel, which is called Forever Young, Mm -hmm. uh, because so many women in later years now are just uh, working full time like yourself and uh, doing such great work in the world and and making a difference. Um, And we're going to talk about your journey to how you started this amazing program called Beit Teshuva and what it's all about, because it's really fascinating. Uh, and, and you started your life, though, back on the East Coast, right? In New Jersey? I did. Yeah. I could still hear that New Jersey accent a little bit. Right.
0: Yeah. I, I was brought up in Patterson, New Jersey. Uh-huh. And I lived a number of years in New York City. I still uh, feel like I'm a New Yorker in my yeah. heart and soul.
2: Yeah. I, and I moved here from New York. I'm a big fan of New York. Yeah, I love it there. Yeah, I do. Uh, but, uh, You know, but I love LA equally. I'm sure obviously you do too. Now, this is my home and
0: the place where I have made a difference in the world. So, LA is important to me too.
2: So, you were telling me you grew up in like a middle class Jewish uh, family. You were an only child. I was an
0: only child. Um, The message I got growing up was you get married and you have children and you live happily ever after. And if you get a career, it's only in case he dies. Oh, my gosh. You'll have something to do. Yeah, that was some messaging, huh? Two or three careers that were acceptable, you know, teacher, social worker, and nurse.
2: Yeah. You know, young um, millennial (laughs) women, uh, they have no idea. I mean, even though we're still breaking all kinds of barriers in different industries, like we're even going to talk about later in the show in the automotive industry Mm -hmm. that Carolyn's in, still very male-dominated, obviously, so is the tech world, science world. But we have come a long way in telling women you can do anything and not just be a secretary or a teacher right. or whatever. Like, you know, in not that long ago, that's, that's what true. they were telling little
0: girls. Yeah. It's
2: kind of crazy.
0: Yeah. My mother told me not to learn to type. Because otherwise I would be a secretary. Oh, my you know, God. Maybe
2: she, that was the best she, advice she gave you. <laughs> but
0: my daughter's a doctor. Yeah. So, oh, wow. That's yeah. fabulous. Right.
2: And how many kids do you have? One. One? And she's a, a, a what she's kind of a doctor? She's a family physician. Oh, a family mm-hmm. physician. And she has
0: two girls. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm.
2: Is she here local? No, she's yeah. in Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. Oh, my gosh. East Coast. So, So she stayed on the East Coast. Yes. Yeah. And so let's talk about your journey here. How did you end up in Los Angeles?
0: Well, I was working for City University of New York mm-hmm. um, during the open admissions era. they hired a number of social workers to help um, people acclimate to mm-hmm. college life. Mm-hmm. And then New York went broke mm-hmm. around 1983 or four. right? And all of I'm us were right. um, yeah, pink slipped, yeah, fired basically. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. So a good friend of mine had moved out to Los Angeles. Right. And we had been raising our children together. And so I followed her.
2: You know, don't you find uh, whenever somebody tells me they got fired, I always say, ah, the universe has a bigger, better plan for you. And so where we always are devastated initially, it always seems like it's because you're meant to be doing something else. And, you know, certainly... The universe had greater, bigger plans Absolutely. for you. Absolutely,
0: yeah. I had been on a hunt for a mission from childhood. You yeah. Know? Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, Do you my think- mother told me I was a missionary child. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a world-saving gene in there somewhere. And, and
2: you were telling me your dad was very much like yourself,
0: like a civil rights activist and just really— Social justice. Yeah. He was very into the Jackie Robinson era of integrating baseball and— yeah, Which was ahead of his time. Yeah, and my parents were both bridge players, and at that time the bridge league was segregated. And my, oh my father goodness. stood up and said, "And if my wife and I will never play again unless you allow our friends, an African American couple, to play." Wow! And so he helped to integrate the American Contract Bridge League. Oh
2: my yeah. God! Isn't that so cool? Right. What he, a great guy. He was guy. a cool guy. And then, sadly, you told me you lost him in his forties.
0: Yes, I yeah. was fourteen. Wow. He was 44, and he died very suddenly.
2: Yeah. You know, uh, I have people on the show all the time that have that story of having lost a parent at a young age. I can't imagine. Um, I mean, I felt young just losing them at 45, you know, so I can't even imagine at 14. How did
0: that impact you, and how did you bounce back from that? that? That was a very difficult period and, and my mother uh, had no room for emotion at the time you know stiff upper lip Emotions mm. aren't going to help us now and so we had to find within us um, the strength to go on right and I learned that from her yeah yeah how to be resilient yes yeah she was a tough cookie she huh? was a tough cookie yeah. lived to 103
2: oh my gosh yeah wow Wow. They say nowadays that we're supposedly going to be living to 150. Could you fathom that? No, I can't. I couldn't fathom that. But But that's what they say. But, I mean, back, you know, there was a time we couldn't believe people were going to live to 100. So,
0: you know, yeah. She never became a little old lady. That was her greatest fear. You know, she kept her dignity to the end. That's great. So that's my role model.
2: Yeah. So you have two good role models. I do. That resilient yeah.
0: lady. Right. Uh, and, and then. The and change it, the world.
2: And then your dad. And goes, it was uh, hard to
0: integrate those two pieces yeah, for a number of years. Yeah. Right? Actually, those are two really great qualities. Yeah. But
2: sometimes. I mean, if you do the work that you're doing, which we're going to talk about, you have to be pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, you have that humanitarian part of right. you. But that strength that she gave you, that combination, I mean, you're a trailblazer and we're gonna talk about that because it would take both of those strengths to to do what you're doing.
0: And and for a number of years until I found this mission, those qualities fought one another for dominance.
2: Right, right. Until you're until we're doing what we're meant to be doing and really Exactly. You know, there's so many people I think sitting on the sidelines that have a calling but they don't know what it is. And it's that part of it is listening to that inside Mm -hmm. voice which you said you had from childhood that voice saying you're meant to help change the world right you know but listening to that and then when it comes knocking actually answer and that's what you did so
0: share how you got in this position you you had this metaphysical therapist I did I I was at a very low point in my life um I had chased uh, one dreamer guru after another, and none of them had been it. Yeah. And I was really um, low, and my daughter had gone off to college. I was alone. I was divorced for the second time, and I had no idea what to do. And a friend of mine said, well, before you kill yourself, why don't you go see this lady who's uh, the miracle lady? She's a metaphysician. And and I thought that was hokey. I was sort of a cynic. I didn't believe in anything like that. Right. But... I was desperate, and I went. And she was a Jewish lady, so that made me feel sort of comfortable. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, what do you want, my dear? And I said, I don't know Mm -hmm. what I want. I want to know what I want. And she said, do you pray? i pray? I'm an intellectual Jew. We don't pray. And she (laughs) said, well, I'm going to pray for you. Father of the universe, take this woman by the hand and guide her to her rightful work. She knows she wants to make a difference in the world, but she doesn't know how. She right. said, now that's it. You pay attention. And I laughed, and I thought, well, that's kind of hokey, you yeah. know? Yeah. But I was unemployed. Right. And when the WAN ads came that Sunday, I had left social work, even though I was trained as a social worker. Mm-hmm. Something said to me, why don't you see what social work has to offer? And there was a little ad, smallest ad on the page, and it said, Person of Jewish background and culture to work with Jewish criminal offenders, master of social work degree required. No wonder they made the ad little. (laughs) So it was that moment. Every time I tell it, the the chills go up and down my arms. I said, oh, my God, you know, this is it. But
2: the funny thing is, most people would look at it and say, no way.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> I, right? I, mean, I always I think it's so... liked outlaws yeah. and true crime. And the fact that there were Jewish criminal offenders yeah. was the most exciting thing I'd ever heard. You I know? love it. I love that. <laughs> Couldn't wait to tell my mother. <laughs> so I went and applied for the job, and I started visiting uh, Jewish men and women in jails and prisons. Wow. And I was hooked from that day one. That takes a
2: certain kind of person.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's well, always like true yeah. crime. I mean, yeah. I've always been attracted to the Aberin outlaw yeah. mindset.
2: So, your job was to go into these prisons and, and, and help give people hope exactly. when they came out because what you had found was most that were released ended
0: up coming back. The recidivism rate yeah. was like 90%. Right. right. People, you don't get help in jail. As a matter of yeah. fact, And what kind of criminals were these? All types? You know, they're criminals because they're in jail. They've broken the law. But most of them were addicts of one kind or another. I mean, I didn't meet Bugsy Siegel or anybody who said, I'm going to grow up and be a criminal. They were ordinary people, men and women like you and me and everybody else who had somehow stepped over an imaginary line mm-hmm. due to mostly an addictive kind of behavior. Drugs, right. alcohol, compulsive gambling. Right. Women who got involved with the wrong men right. who were driving the getaway car because they were in love. Right. Um, you know, not, not people who set out right. to land in jail. Right. And I can already see
2: that that's why you work so well with this, your compassion and your and your perception you know. And and I liked yeah. the people. Yeah. They were my
0: people. Right. And so <laughs> uh,
2: as they would come out and they had nowhere to go, you started to
0: Yeah, it have was very them. frustrating. They would come out and they would right. say, Hey, you said you'd help me. Well, how do you get started yeah. when you have no money and you have nowhere to live and you have no resume and you know, where do you put your head for the night? Right. And so I would spend all my time trying to get somebody a bed for the night, mm-hmm. and and that's all I could do. And at some point, I got really frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I said, screw it, I'll start my own place. And mm-hmm. that was during the time when <coughs> FEMA money was coming into LA mm-hmm. uh, to address homelessness. And so mm-hmm. I wrote a grant quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, for to buy a place for homeless men and women coming out of jails and prisons, and that's how you got your first one. Yeah. Oh my got gosh. Got hundred and forty nine thousand dollars to buy an old house in a rundown section of L A. Wow. Had no money for staff. I was alone, so I moved in. Oh my gosh. And it was wow. me, and then a few criminals came and guys, and then they stole all my jewelry and. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I After just you kept got doing. Them out, it. They yeah. stole your jewelry. Yeah, and then and they you said, still said. Oh. Um, um, It didn't deter you, huh? Who would do a thing like that, Ma? Uh, Mm. But it didn't deter you. No. 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 It excited me.
1: (laughs)
2: You are in the right job. (laughs) Somebody else would have been pissed and left in grades, you know. But uh, so that just made you that more determined. Yes. (laughs) So... Now, how did you grow it to what it is today? Because you guys have a huge facility today. We do.
0: We went from this old place downtown, first Mm -hmm. three guys and then a few women and ultimately 30-some people, one staff member, me, a budget of fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, to now um, a forty thousand square foot facility on the west side, and a budget of ten and a half million dollars, and a staff of over a hundred and a hundred and forty residents who live there.
2: Wow, full time. So this is all through fundraising and people that believed in what you're doing, yeah. and the families of people whose kids you've exactly. helped, and right, and it's blossoming. it grew
0: organically. Yeah. I, Thirty years ago, I could certainly not have foreseen what would we would become. I was just interested no, in surviving you, you probably could have day never to day, imagined. right?
2: Yeah, and I know uh, now. I've, I've actually been to your services on Friday night, where you have the full band, and uh, it's a big celebration. Absolutely, uh, yeah. And uh, so you have the living facilities, you have the programs for all kinds of addictions, all whether kind. it be. Um, alcohol, drugs, food, sex, gambling, gambling everything. And right?
0: most recently... And
2: is it? Uh, do you only take in uh, Jewish members? No. We no. So in, now you opened it up to everybody.
0: Although the there is Jewish content to the program, but right. I found that people who are not brought up Jewish are often more receptive mm-hmm. because they don't come with any baggage. Right. So and, you
2: still have people go into the jails and say, if you yep. come here to our program and let us help you... Then we'll help you get back on your feet.
0: And often alternative sentencing. We will, t- we will go mm. to court for people and advocate wow. and recommend rehabilitation in lieu of incarceration. Tell me about some lives that have been changed. I'll start with the first one, which is the man I ultimately married. Yeah, I want you
2: to tell that story. Who yeah. I met. You met your husband through all of when this. When he
0: was an inmate in the state prison, and he was the rabbi's inmate clerk. Oh, my gosh. And they had heard that I started this place for for, for criminals when they came out. And they yeah. called me to the jail to tell me I didn't know what I was doing. And he was the loudmouth who was the spokesperson for the congregation. Uh huh. And, and, and he was the one that
2: told you you didn't know what you were doing? Right. What do I, know, what <laughs> I do can I see know the attraction already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do I know about criminals? Some social worker, you yeah. know, bleeding heart liberal girl. Yeah. And so I said, look, you know, if you're so smart, when you get out of here, come help me. And one day he showed up. Uh, He did? He did. He said, I'm here to help you. Wow. And then he became a rabbi a couple of years later. You know, he was fond of saying that he's the only rabbi who went to prison before he was a rabbi. (laughs) (laughs) And so then you married. Then we married. And now he's the... Spiritual leader of the congregation. I'm the clinical director, and we put together spirituality and psychotherapy in 12 steps. That is amazing. So How many people
2: are in the program at this point? 140 people live there. Wow. That's and a lot of people, if you think about it, 140. And 80%
0: mm-hmm. yeah. uh, of our staff are former residents. Oh so my we, gosh. we hire wow. people who've come through the program. Isn't that awesome? Because they make the best employees. Right, Except right. when they don't. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so have other people come out and gone on
2: to do great work as a result? Absolutely. Yeah. If
0: you look at the landscape of recovery in, in Los Angeles, even at the high-end rehabs, mm-hmm that charge forty dollars and $50,000 a month, they're staffed by Bay Trooper graduates. Oh, they're, wow. Yeah.
2: And so what is the percentage of uh, people that uh, continue to uh, be productive and not go
0: back to jail? What is your— Well, we haven't done a real longitudinal study mm-hmm. yet. We've been involved in a research study with UCLA where they're looking at what works. Oh, And, um, so, but it's the majority, would you say? I would say we have probably a success rate of 70%. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, it is. And that's
2: more than the average program. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Because we're a community, Mm not, you don't just graduate you know and it is a community when
2: i've been to your service not only is that a wonderful celebration of music and speaking uh but people are having their anniversaries and it's
0: so supportive
2: everybody's cheering
0: everybody on it's a beautiful program that you've created it is a community of belonging and acceptance which is i think what all people crave addicts particularly they're looking for connection right well it starts at the top and you're the one that believed in them and
2: continues to uh support them and believe in them and, and that that's your ideology that you bring to the table but right. these are these are people like you and i that like you said stepped over the imaginary line it could happen to anyone absolutely yeah it
0: is very imaginary yeah, a
2: lot of people who have delved in drugs or duis or drinking and driving whatever uh they didn't get caught you know They're they're the ones that were the lucky ones, and these were not. But it's great that you're giving them a second chance.
0: You asked uh, for—this morning I saw a young man who— I I still take um, real interest in a lot of the people who are musicians because I've always been very um, attracted to music Mm -hmm. myself. It's my way to the spiritual. Mm -hmm. And this young man came, and he had been training as an opera singer, but then he became a heroin addict. Oh wow! And he stopped singing, and he's been with us uh, over a year now, and started um, just singing at services and we just were able to hire him and he's going to be a cantorial oh. assistant oh that's and great. he works in the music program and he does all aspects of the music program and he helps other people yeah. with their voice lessons and so those kinds of things are are very thrilling to that's great and, and i looked at him this morning i thought yeah i mean you could have been with a needle in your arm right somewhere.
2: homeless or whatever yeah god bless you that is Thank wonderful you. work you're doing. Right. And and you've been doing this how many years? 31 now. 31 years. Yeah. You know, see, this is what I think make uh, keep people keeps people young, is to be doing what you love and Absolutely. having a passion. I mean, you get up in the morning and have a passion and a reason to,
0: Absolutely. to live your life it fully. It still amazes me that they yeah. pay me for this. <laughs> ah,
2: <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm looking forward to having you at the conference. I can't. And wait. Uh, I think if people are out there listening and they know someone suffering from an addiction that Please. they need to look up Beteshuva uh, is it dot org? Dot org. Dot org, which we have on the screen. And uh, you're just doing amazing work. Thank you. Yeah.
0: I feel very blessed to have found the place where I belong. Yeah, you were you're doing what you were meant to be doing. Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, so we will uh, see you uh, in a couple weeks you at will. the conference, November fourth. I'll be there, and uh, we will be right back with Carolyn Oliveria. Stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in to the Live Love Thrive Show, where we bring you powerful and positive programming about women and those who support women's empowerment. It seems by sharing their stories and showing us their talent and potential. They remind us of our own. We ask you to join us weekly by taking a minute to subscribe to our 360 Karma YouTube channel so you get to see every episode of these uplifting and inspiring stories. We all need more of this, yes? And did you know we have the Live, Love, Thrive book on our 360 Karma website and on Amazon? If you enjoy reading books of incredible women who are doing amazing work in the world, you will want to pick up a copy. Also, when you join 360karma.com, you will enjoy our growing video content of expert advice and support and learn about our workshops and our second annual Women's Conference in West Hollywood, November 3rd and 4th of this year. If you would like to align with a like-minded, purpose-driven community, you will feel at home at 360karma.com. We encourage and support you to live the life you love.
1: rtb financial group empowers women to raise the bar and take control of their financial future for more information visit rtbfinancialgroup.com or call amanda barr at 424-284-4216 the live love thrive program is brought to you in part by honda of downtown los angeles supporting the equality and empowerment of women
2: And we are back with one of my heroes, Carolyn Oliveria. So happy to have you
1: back. Uh, I'm ecstatic to be
2: back (laughs) amongst one of my heroes. (laughs) Well, I tell you what, uh, a lot of people know, but we're going to remind them that you are the first Latin American female uh, GM in the country for Honda. I'm wondering, has, you know, since you were on last year, is there any other... Do we know? Are there any other I You
1: know, I, I don't know. We I definitely t- think there's... Um, a- an increase in females in the automotive industry, for sure. Right. I know oh, just good. in our own store. Right. And there's definitely uh, female general managers. I actually am friends with a few of them. Yeah. Um, you know, that we've made acquaintance. And, um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's so definitely the, the, up the and coming. The times are a-changing. Amen. Yeah. It's about time. Yeah, right? Right? But you're a, a
2: trailblazer in, there in that, you know, you had to be the first in order to break down the doors for other women. Sure. Uh, you know, I, that wasn't my intention. Right. You no, know? I know. I know. <laughs> but, but, you know, we were talking about this yesterday, and it does take men in positions of influence mm-hmm. to put more women in yes. positions of influence because so many of them are in those positions. So it takes people like the owner of uh, Honda Downtown LA. men. Yeah, yeah. Like the owner of downtown, uh, of Honda yes. Downtown LA, which is uh, Joe Schuster, yes. believed in you mm-hmm. and gave you opportunities to grow within his company. Yes. It takes men like that in order for women to move up the ranks. Absolutely. Because they have the the ability to do that or not. Now, he and others realize, and research actually shows at a Harvard and Yale, that mm-hmm companies that move women into positions of ma- higher positions of management are more profitable than companies that don't. So that right there, since men are all about the numbers, they should be moving the women up for that yeah, reason. Yeah, now, to prove yeah, our think. point, let's talk about the success of your dealership. Because you started, uh, it was a defunct dealership it when was. you started there it six was, years ago.
1: Yes. Today.
2: Yeah. Six uh, years ago today. Yeah, six years ago today. Yes, happy anniversary. Thank you
1: very much. Thank you.
2: And it was number zero out of like 1,500 dealerships. Yes, ma'am. And now you have that dealership in the top 25 in the country. Yes, ma'am. Yes, that ma'am. Is we do. Amazing. The, the,
1: it's not just me. Obviously, it takes yeah, a village. It as they does say. take a village, but it takes um, a leader of the village. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So it's it's a, it's yeah. been a great run, and yeah. we're looking forward to the next sixty. Yeah. So now, uh, when
2: you started off in the automotive industry, mm-hmm. um, I know you had no intention or, or even thought that that would be a career. No. But the that's beautiful true. thing now is that you're trying to uh, let women know that the automotive industry. Is a career path they can go absolutely, and that it's a lucrative uh, one and a absolutely. and one that they could really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you're giving opportunities to women at your dealership in downtown L.A. Uh, for everything from service mm-hmm. t- uh, service tax yes. to sales
1: Absolutely. to what other positions are in a dealership I, I mean there's accounting there's sales yeah. there's parts there's yeah. service there's so much yeah. um that so many makes, moving yeah, wheels so yeah so many moving parts yeah. um and really it's it's across all the departments and there's women in just about every single department yeah and um you know they and a lot of the women are in top leadership positions yeah. and um you know sometimes it's it's uh, conscious yeah but you know like i i love hiring a female service technician yeah uh that makes my heart just very yeah. happy and, yeah. and it shows you know the boundaries breaking down but a lot of the times it's just merit you know, yeah. it's not so much, oh, you're a woman, I have to make sure you and get promoted. And I don't think that people you know? should
2: be uh, put in positions of moving up just because they're uh, a woman or a minority Correct. or whatever. Correct. But the thing is, is that so many qualified women are not moved up Absolutely. in various industries yes. um, because they're a woman mm-hmm. and, and they're perfectly qualified. Yeah. So there's yeah. there's a whole other Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, – I know your parents were immigrants from mm-hmm. Argentina, yes. and they left a very uh, oppressive um, situation with the Perón being in uh, in, in the dictatorship there, um, where people were being, like, rounded up if they didn't agree with the government. Ideology, and, yeah. Uh-huh. And put into camps. This yep. is so hard to fathom. Yeah. Uh, but— Thank goodness your parents escaped that so that you would have this opportunity. Mm -hmm. Uh, You would have never had this opportunity had they not left there. Yeah. It just goes to show how important it is uh, for people to be able to immigrate to America where we have these freedoms uh, and where women probably have the most opportunities than anywhere
1: in the world. Uh, Without question. Yeah. Without
2: question. Yeah. Yeah. But what I like is that, uh, and the reason that we're honoring you at the conference next week, the Live, Love, Thrive conference, is not only are you a successful woman, but as all of our award winners, and it's a requirement, is that they're giving back. And so you're not only giving back by hiring other women, but now you've started a new group on Facebook. I want to talk about that. I'm going to have you pronounce it (laughs) because it's it's Mujeres
1: Mejorando. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, translated is... um, Women getting better, um, mejorando mujeres, getting women better. So it's like a double play on words. Yeah. And um getting women better. Yeah. And yeah. And my intention is, you know, I I, being a part of this conference, uh the women's empowerment conference last year and having opportunities since then because of, of that. Um I went to the Latina conference with Councilman Price of the Ninth Ninth district uh, in May, um, specifically geared towards Latinas in that district, Mm -hmm. and uh, was able to moderate a panel with them and and have a nice conversation. It really, that's where my aha moment came, where I was like, you know, I can do more. I Mm -hmm. need to do more. And um, I really want to be a source Mm -hmm. of opportunity for women. And advice Mm -hmm. and direction Mm -hmm. that I had to learn on my own. Right. For the most part. Right. You know, and I didn't see the vision until Mm -hmm. it just kind of happened and I kind of was like a bull in a china closet and went straight through and powered through. And I want women to know that if they just, you know, focus their energy and their direction, they can do it. Right. And there's a path and an avenue and there's people to assist. And I know you said uh, you had one of the guys in your one of your
2: departments uh, this week say to you something about fear. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, about fear. And uh, how did you? And, and you know, not realizing. You know, he's realizing now with what's going on in the news. Yes. How difficult it is for women to be at the top. So if someone is at the top, right? What they've been through to right. get there. Yeah. And that they they have a little more respect now for yeah. you to think about. How unfair the playing field was, or is, is, uh, is. <laughs> and you know what you had to go through. Like, let's just say, I mean, you started off in sales, sales yeah, in sales. selling cars, yeah. Okay, so let's let's hear some of those stories. <laughs> oh Lord, how much time do you have? <laughs>
1: uh, you know. The good thing is I had a tough skin going in. Yeah. Um, I've definitely developed a tougher one through the years. Right. And, um, you know, it just comments and and ignorance, really. Yeah. and, And that's why I want this group that I'm starting to really be educational Right. And and in all fronts, professional, but, but, financial for women, advice-wise, yeah. um, it's education because, you know, I got confronted by people buying cars, men sometimes, that would say, oh, you're here, like, just to show the cars, right? And then I'm going to talk to a real sales guy <laughs> because my... Head couldn't compute the numbers, I guess, right. in their mind or something, you know, and or I couldn't know he was what was under the yeah exactly <laughs> what was under the hood or whatnot. Yeah, and you know, I'm not, I'm not claiming to be a service technician, but I could explain. Yeah, the product, right? I yeah. learned called product knowledge. You yeah. learn it, and um, and so you know, just various you know
0: yeah.
1: examples like that. That, but then I just chalk it up to ignorance, you know. Right. Unfortunately, sometimes I find that women get attacked in that way and they shrivel up and they retract and they don't Mm -hmm. go forward right and some something inside me said you know what just keep going forward you know what I think is
2: interesting and you don't even realize that you're a model uh in in how you are impacting other women is that you are a very feminine very poised woman uh and yet you're really strong and so I think, uh, you know, it's been a, dis- you know, discussion of people to say, you know, if you're going to be a successful woman, mm. uh, you know, you have to act like a man. Yeah. And, and right. you know, you're like a perfect example that that's not true.
1: Thank you. you. know? Thank you. So yeah, Definitely. <laughs> you, yeah.
2: But you are a tough woman. I definitely but you don't are, like but you, Yeah. 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 <laughs> but you're a tough woman. Uh, but you're also, you know, you have that warm thing that people love about women. Yeah. You right. know, I mean, let's face it. Most women. Most people want to buy cars from a woman.
1: They do. And yeah. most, most women, women do. make the decision to purchase the yeah. vehicle.
2: and most women want to, and most men want to deal with the woman. Yeah, sure. And it's so interesting because the industry for so long, and back when I was in advertising, I would go into those rooms and they would be my client, all men. And I'd be like, why aren't there any women on this sales staff? They could clean up, you know, <laughs> right? It's true. Obviously. Um, <laughs> but it's true. Uh, Did you have any issues throughout all these years with the uh, sexual harassment? Because, I mean, uh, it's a topic of the news today. We were talking yesterday. It is definitely a
1: topic. And I'm I'm glad it's come to light in such a public way um, in the sense that it's a conversation now that's Mm -hmm. being had. Nationally, right. as opposed to, you know, just you and I at dinner, for example. Right. right chatting about it. Because right. we've we prob- all been talking about and it for years. we probably wouldn't have brought it
2: up. We probably, like, we would think it's taboo, but it's not
1: taboo because it's right. in the news today. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, listen, uh, I'm sure, unfortunately, a lot of women um, have encountered it in all different types of fields. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, it happens in automotive. I'm sure it happens in, you know. Entertainment, obviously, we know yeah. now that it does, but yeah. we always knew. I, I think in a sense, knew. you know. Yeah. And and you know, now it's holding them accountable, and and now mm-hmm. the conversation's there on the table, and so yeah. now let's keep having the conversation, right? And now let's, you know, hopefully, going forward, women won't be so afraid to
2: speak out. You now, know? here's why I think more women should be in positions of influence. If not for a, a lot of reasons, here's one: uh, is that that. Um, Sexual discrimination and, uh, and and that kind of uh, behavior would not happen if it was a woman boss or manager. I think we would be more sensitive, obviously, to it. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: um,
2: but I mean, it wouldn't be coming from you. So yeah, I mean, well, you know how these? Okay, so you've got Harvey, sure, and he's like bossing everybody yeah, around because yeah. he's the big guy. If that was a woman, I'm trying to say, if that was a woman in that same position, that wouldn't be happening. Not probably yeah. as prevalently. I'm not saying they couldn't be strong-minded, but it's not going to be sexual harassment. Yeah, that, That's all I'm saying. And, and if we have more women in these positions of influence, they do think differently. Yeah. So in running your company, don't you think there are ways sometimes that you run your company
1: differently than a man would? I definitely believe that. That's for what sure. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if any of those concerns come up, to me, that's flag on the play. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. that's it. It stops now. It's over. Or, you're, you know, termination, whatever right. has to happen, right. it, it gets handled. So it you doesn't give get pe- brushed under the rug so you like give, it did with Harvey for so right. many years. So you give people an open
2: door to come to you.
1: Absolutely. That's cool. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. You and know? that's how And that's how things are going to change. Yeah. By women speaking up, more women being in position of influence, and more women uh, running the company saying, oh, Excuse me, that's not acceptable. Correct. Right. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So it,
1: it's it's not acceptable and uh and it should it, it never has been. Right. I think it's just, you know, unfortunate that it's been accepted yeah. to be yeah. happening right. as a point of moving up. Right, like a, that
2: we don't even talk about it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As opposed so. to
1: just, you know, looking at someone at their merit right. and see what they bring to the table. So and the
2: good news is is that there's progress. Yeah, exactly. As we speak, exactly, and I think exactly uh, that's the momentum forward. Uh, ever since the women's march, I think uh, lots of momentum has been mm-hmm. happening for women, and I think they're rising up now, saying uh, we're not putting up with this anymore. And no. that Weinstein thing is a perfect example of that. Um, and then, what about? Um, is your goal to help uh, more women move into the management positions in the auto industry? Yeah.
1: So yeah, I want to start um, a mentorship. You know, program. when you own the whole thing, yeah.
2: <laughs> when you're CEO, uh,
1: don't laugh. I'm laughing, yeah, and it's no, not even I, funny. No, I know. It's you know, we'll see one day, hopefully. But um, you know, I I like to live in the now uh, yeah, exactly. and uh, plan for the future for right, sure. Right. But um, you know, obviously, I always say, uh, I say this a lot. Um, Yeah, I want you to take my job, right? Because that's how I know I did my job. Is that I trained the employee well enough to move up into the next position? Right. And so I want to concentrate that specifically in the dealership and in the automotive retail uh, realm. That um, I want to start um, a weekly meeting with my ladies at the store mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna start small mm-hmm. and then probably expand out and really have just a, a mentorship and a conversation and mm-hmm. discussion of you know what are the hurdles what do they think their hurdles are because there's usually two different things hmm what one thinks the hurdle is and uh-huh. what the actual hurdle oh, is. oh interesting And um, I find that the hurdle usually is a lot smaller than we think about it in our mind and that goes back to the comment uh, uh,
2: that you said someone in your dealership had said to you, you know, how did you not have the fear mm-hmm. to move up through the ranks? And you said, I did have the fear. Right. I just walked through it. Right. And that's it's what people have to realize. Choice. You know, the they look at people who are, are successful and think that they were fearless. Yeah. And the bottom line is no, the everybody that has the fear. It's just day. a matter if you let it keep you down or Correct. you just— bust through it yes
1: yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. you know the it, it, fear can be good and bad right so yeah. it can hold you it back can, or it, it can power you through mo- and motivated. somehow you know inside it just it motivated me and I said well yeah. If not now, when? And I'm going to try. And what's the worst that will happen? Right. You know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not, thank God I'm not a doctor. I'm not dealing with life and death. Yeah. Right. I'm dealing yeah. with numbers and, and, yeah. and things of that nature and customer service. And, yeah. you know, I'm a people person. So I was like, okay, I, I'll figure this out. Yeah. You know? But I love
2: that you want to train some other women and get Absolutely. them going. And, Absolutely. Uh, so, so you're going to start with it at the dealership mm-hmm. and then branch out and yeah. continue to do conferences and speaking engagements. Yes. and that's
1: my goal yeah. because, uh, you know, I think the message needs to be out there. And, and, you know, even though the conversation right now is all the, you know, Harvey Weinstein and what he did and sexual harassment and all the negativity, I think it's time... To- take that energy and it's a great time to be a woman Mm -hmm. and really, really now encapsulate that and say, okay, so now let's, let's go forward and let's power us through and Mm -hmm. let's, let's rise to the top,
0: you know, let's,
1: let's do it. Let's get together and do it. And, uh, and hopefully in, in my small part, I can do something, you know, and change somebody's life the way my life has been changed. Well,
2: and you know, Facebook is very, uh, important group, um, tool to yes. reach out to a lot of people. It is. <coughs> so it's a great way for you to grow that community of women, mm-hmm. especially Latin, uh, Latina, mm-hmm. American women that want to, uh, come together with other like-minded women mm-hmm. that are purpose driven. Yes. That want to be helping change the world. And so we are stronger together. Mm, <laughs> we are. So we getting, are. so getting, uh, this group together is an awesome thing. Yeah. Um, What are the other conferences that you spoke at this year?
1: Uh, So it was the Latina Conference of the ninth District from Councilman Price and uh, the Yellow Conference, which is also um, a fantastic conference with um, uh, ideological women and women also empowering each other and speaking out about um, topics that concern women directly. Right. And what were some of those topics? Uh, You know, a lot of the... Theme of that conference was entrepreneurial. Right. Uh, a lot of women-owned businesses and a lot of, um, you know, branding and, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And it was really uh, a beautiful conference that uh, I think is pretty young in its stages. It's mm-hmm. less than a decade old, mm-hmm. and um, they're doing a phenomenal, phenomenal work connecting women that are entrepreneurial and, and building up their brands. I love that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's why we do the Live, Love, Thrive conference and our workshops is um, I feel like so many women in order to get ahead, Mm -hmm. especially midlife women, uh, need to become entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, And so and it was
1: downtown, so I obviously like supporting downtown and the community downtown. Right, right.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Um, But we're happy to have you in West Hollywood. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate appreciate you having me. (laughs) And uh, so what I was saying is uh, the reason that we have these – the conference and the workshops is to to provide the tools and the support and the guidance to women that want to be entrepreneurs basically because uh, more and more women are having to do that either because they can't go go up the corporate ladder right or um, because they're midlife and they can't get a job or uh, they're midlife they've had a successful career but they they have some idea they want to implement into
1: the world to your conversation you were just having with um Harriet, yeah. I mean, who... Wh- Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, how am I following her? But, um, you know, it's the passion. And I think you find your passion in your midlife because you worked out your kinks. And right. now you really don't care too much what yeah. you say because yeah. you know your opinion matters and it right. has value. And, right. and you're... Going more into your authentic self, right, and um, you you're finding exactly what you love, right. And now you maybe have the means a little bit more to right. do, right, more.
2: The, in you the know? early years, you're trying to figure things out and just right. make a paycheck and... Right. Uh, and, build. And, and 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 find your way. Mm-hmm. I do think all throughout life, we are doing different jobs to learn different skills mm-hmm. so that we can do whatever we're meant to be doing here yeah. later in life. That tends to be the... The puzzle. Yeah, it you know? seems to be the pattern. Yeah, that I've seen yeah. throughout. You yeah, know? it's like Especially putting in that the puzzle last year. together. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I learned this skill and this skill and this yeah. skill, and now I'm going to put them all together to do this great thing. Yeah, which is the purpose of why I was put here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I think great. that's true. You were a political science and psychology major. Yes. <laughs> so, is that helpful today? It's it's definitely it helpful. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely an interest
1: of mine to this day. Uh, I, I love a good political discussion, but yeah. we'll leave that for off <laughs> off the air. Um, but um, yeah, you know, it definitely in, in, instilled in me great communication skills and right. insights and 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 the ability to understand that everyone's going to have an opinion. That's yeah not like yours yeah. and it's okay being a you know? good manager
2: really does take a certain amount of um psychology oh yes
1: oh yeah oh yes. yeah yeah, yes. I mean... Sometimes many, how, I relate to people, child psychology. Yeah. <laughs> how many people are under you? Uh, we have about 170 employees, Wow. give or take, yeah. Wow, that is yeah. huge. From and you guys are zero. building a new building, We are building right? a brand new facility on wow. Martin Luther King Boulevard. Wow. Um, we had a groundbreaking this year. We should be completed by next year. Oh my gosh, uh, how exciting. Because there's no winter in L.A., so yeah. thankful for that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, in about a year we should have our... our uh, five-story, I think 250,000-square-foot facility, all state of the art. Oh, why did you build a big one? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so, you know, better service our customers and, yeah. and our employees, and, and I think it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, I saw a rendition of it. It's yeah. going to be phenomenal. Yeah, you I must hope so. be so excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. The team's very excited. You know, yeah. everybody's
2: So 170 people, and does that mean you'll be expanding the team? For sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely. More jobs. Absolutely. Awesome. Yep. Yeah.
1: We're creating more jobs. So, so it's,
2: 170 it's different personalities, I bet. <laughs> it is, right? 240 <laughs> <laughs> or 340. Some of now, them have right? two, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. How do you how do you manage that? That's a lot of people. It's a lot of
1: people, but you know what? I I It's take, your family. It's my family. It's where I spend the majority of my time. See,
2: that's the way I think a woman runs a company differently than a man maybe. I mean,
1: you know, yeah, kind no, of more the like the guys a are there a, there a lot too. They, you know, but yeah. they're they're the yeah. majority of the people are male and yeah. so they're they're part of that family and yeah. they're there a lot too so yeah. um you know i think it's just um it's cultural right yes and it's it's how it's we feel. It's top down culture yeah it's how we feel about the place and the yeah. team Do people care and or... right and it's yeah. a very communicative i try to make it a very communicative team so yeah. that everybody's in contact and and i try to make sure that i know everybody that yeah. works there that's cool. you know yeah. i, I it's a lot of people, but, you know, and you as wanna... Oprah would say, everybody
2: wants to be seen and heard.
1: Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite quotes from her. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's what you're doing. I hear you.
1: I see you. Yeah. yeah. And
2: that's what you're doing. I try. Yeah. I yeah. try. Um, what is it... What would be the advice you would give a woman who wants to move up the ranks in any industry, but we're going to mm-hmm. apply it to the automotive industry? <laughs>
1: You know, at the end of the day, just realizing that there isn't a limit um, and that there isn't. Um, so don't
2: get in your own way. Don't get and don't in your own Don't hold yourself
1: back. Right. And don't let anybody else do it either. Right. Don't listen to the noise. Yeah. Right. I think. Um, Did
2: people tell you you couldn't move up the ranks? Or? Sure.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. You know, but I use yeah. that. Personally, as fuel for want to sure show did. you. Tell me, I'm the person. <laughs> tell the me, type I can't. Of, m- tell do me, it. I can't do it, and I'll show you that I can. <laughs> right. right, but not everybody's built that way. Right, and that's what I want to help women understand. That right. I think everybody can tap into that. Yes. In themselves, and say, you know what? Yes, I can. Yeah, our culture yes, does
2: uh, cultivate uh, women to have low self-esteem. Mm. So what you're doing with your group is, I think. Uh, showing them how to build self-esteem. Yeah, that's part and of belief it, for in sure. Themselves. Yeah, for and sure. how to
1: walk through that fear. Yeah, and in the yeah. Latino community, unfortunately, and it's changing, but there's a lot of machismo, mm-hmm. right? And there's a lot of oh, the, man a is, yeah, the man yeah. is the boss and the head of the household, and that's all well and good. And I am I like, you know, some of the traditional things, but on the flip side of it is, I just, they need to know they can. I think
2: you like it in that... Uh, they should be gentlemen, yes. but not oppressive. Like, Correct. Like, let everybody flourish. Like everybody. the owner of our store.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's a perfect example of that. There you go. You know, he's yeah. not Latin, but it's just, it's that mentality yes. of, you know what, He he's a man's man, but at the end of the day...
2: Everybody's he respects women. Their, yes, yeah.
1: very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Awesome. Yeah.
2: I'm so happy to have you back. I'm thrilled you're going to be I'm at the excited. conference. I can't uh, wait. On number 4th. Uh, not only are you getting an award, but you're moderating our financial panel. I'm excited which is about it. awesome.
1: That. Yeah, I'm excited so about
2: that. So we will see you in two weeks.
1: Looking forward to it. Me
2: too. November 4th. Okay, we will be back uh, next Wednesday, but be sure to go to 360karma.com and get your tickets to the upcoming Live, Love, Thrive conference where Carolyn will be and uh, Harriet will be and many other fabulous, like minded, purpose driven women. Join us there on November 3rd and 4th for She Tank and then for the Live, Love, Thrive conference. Thanks so much. Make it a great day. Hugs and happiness. <music>